You are listening to Unbreakable Success, episode 54. Welcome to Unbreakable Success, where each episode gives you the experts and perspectives to evolve your success in mind, body, and wealth. My name is Aaron Keith Hawkins, and I have over 20 years of leadership experience as a public servant and as an entrepreneur. And now, my mission is your success. If you would like to experience more connection, more trust, more impact in your relationships, your business, your life, then please make sure you take a second to get a free copy of my book, Million Dollar Influence. It's available completely free for you at AaronKeithHawkins.com forward slash MDI. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Unbreakable Success. Uh, definitely excited to share with our guest today, Jocelyn Duffy. She has many facets to her expertise, but Jocelyn, if I'm right, I would, I would, it would be safe to say your jam is helping people, uh, especially entrepreneurs, get in touch with their message, clarify what their message is in any form, and be able to get their message and their mission out there in a way that truly expresses who they are, what's important to them, and, and most of all, what they're looking to share with their audience and, and help them in their business and or life, depending on what their focus is at the time. Uh, one of the things, I, I, I'm amazed by your story and I'm humbled by your story. You've had, uh, Jocelyn has, not once but twice, uh, kind of looked her mortality in the face when she was hit with some serious illnesses and was able to thrive through it and that in in a big way really led to your journey of finding this path to where you are today. And it's it's it, it's humbling to hear your story. It's a very special story and I'm extremely grateful to have met you and, and gotten to know you a little bit and be able to call your friend today and have you on to share something with the audience that I know for a fact is definitely going to help them out in their journey and their mission, whatever they're looking to build in their life. So uh, welcome, Jocelyn, and, and tell us a little bit about how you're doing today, please. Oh, well, thanks so much for having me. I'm, I'm delighted to share. Um, as you mentioned, because of what my life has has brought my way and what I've created from it, this really is about service on the grandest level for me. So I'm yeah. so happy and blessed to be sharing these messages on a, on a global scale. Um, so there's a lot going on right now. I'm working with incredible people all over the world and really helping them as a beautiful intro, by the way, after <laughs> their messaging. Um, and really, I love working with visionary entrepreneurs yep. to help them make their revolutionary ideas relatable. Yeah. And I know there's something you and I talked about too. How do we mix that pragmatic and that profound or like pragmatic and that personal aspect? Yeah. That's what I love to do is making business deeply human, right? So we're fully expressing our, as communicators, as entrepreneurs, sure. at the same time as we're helping our audience awaken to and step into their full potential. So we're yeah. really working to, to move towards that individual and collective potential on a global scale, yeah. which, you know, when you, when you've seen death and, and, and brush that line, you know, yeah. you come back with this, this gusto yeah. to really help others maximize the moment and the momentum that we have, especially as entrepreneurs, that we all have a platform. Yeah. Right? Even if there's a hundred people, a thousand, a hundred thousand, whatever the case may be, right. Yeah. We all have that platform and that audience waiting to hear what we uniquely have to share. So yeah. that's where I come in. Yeah, you've definitely done an amazing job at it. I know as a, as an author and a ghostwriter, it's been, what, 15 books for you that you've helped uh, get to the New York Times bestseller list, and you've had some some clients of yours that were 
gosh, top influencers, people on Oprah and that type of thing. So you've, this isn't a, a new hobby for you. This is like real powerful work that you've been doing on a, on a big scale. And in, not that it's all about numbers and what list you're on and that kind of thing, but it's, it's you know, it's one of those um, measuring metrics to say, okay, how much impact can we have and how many people can we reach and how many lives can we change with the work that we're doing? And, and you've certainly done an excellent job of doing that. Um, but I, I have to ask it, at, if you looked back, you know, years ago, is this something that you expected to be doing? How did this sort of play out for you? Not at all. <laughs> it's me embracing life. And Aaron, I always talk, one of my favorite sayings is love your mountains. Sure. And what I mean by that is love your adversities, yeah. love your experiences. And that's really how I came to be where I am today. Yeah. I n never would have painted or even wished my life to be what is in the last 10 years in terms of the periods of suffering yeah. and great adversity that I knew on a personal level. But had I not had those, I wouldn't be doing what I have today. I wouldn't have the wisdom to contribute that I do today. And I'm so grateful for that. I just yeah. met with my naturopath this week, who's a brilliant German doctor. And she said to me, she goes, I don't get it. <laughs> Less than 23 months ago from this week, I was told I was going to die. Wow. And I'm thriving today. And I've been thriving for a while. It's amazing. Running, biking. And I couldn't, I mean, I couldn't walk. I was severely malnourished. I had a blood clot that went undiagnosed. <laughs> and and she said, I, I don't get it. How do you go from near death? And I mean, my organs were shutting down. I was getting blood transfusions and nearly everyone had given up on me. A doctor told me I was going to die. Wow. How do I go from that to being where I am? And I said, I think I had to go through that. And I think that had to be my accelerated wisdom gaining. When you've shared hospital rooms with people who are dying, when you've known great physical suffering yourself, there is such clarity. Oh, and it's yeah. almost instantaneous, right? Yeah. And we just go like, what? like you're talking about lying on the floor and you're just like this awakening. Yeah. And it's, it's such a gift. And if we can love that experience yeah. and really take the time to self-observe and extract from it what we're intended to share in this lifetime, it's magic. Yeah. It's it, magic. It like is. The fuel is incredible. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it is, it is amazing and, it, and it's life changing. I think one of the things I love about uh, what you do is, is that when you, when you meet with these, these people and entrepreneurs and people that just have a message that they want to get out there, you know, everybody has their, their mountains, um, but not everybody looks at them the same way. Some people are just standing at it, staring at it going, crap, I got a mountain. I can't go anywhere. Um, but then for others, for so many different reasons, they may face that mountain, mountain climb it, kick a hole in it, <laughs> just go through it, or or get over it just because there's something even worse behind them that they, <laughs> they got to get through it somehow. Um, but the most important thing is the fact that if when we go through that process and when we share that process, it, it gives other people the permission to say, wow, that's interesting because I'm kind of dealing with something different, but it does kind of suck. And, you know, hearing that, that those stories, like your story just blows me away. And we're going to, I'd love to get a little deeper into it for a second if we can. Um, but it blows me away because it can, it, it gives, it helps people understand that the perspective, because look, being an entrepreneur all by itself, if you have no other problem, then I'm not making enough money in my business. That's a problem. I mean, it's a real problem. People have bills to pay, families to feed, you know, got to keep the lights on and that kind of thing. Human needs. Those are human <laughs> needs, you know, food, water, shelter. We need that stuff. And, and, and we don't have to have another tragedy on top of it or another difficulty on top of it 
for us to to have real struggle. So I I I don't want people to think that you know unless you face some some you know really life threatening tragedy, you don't know what life is about. That's not the case. The point is, and what I find so valuable in people like you that have the humility and, and the courage to have faced what you face and, and, and have this light bulb that goes off that says, okay, this doesn't mean I'm awesome. It means I need to show other people how awesome they are and how am I going to do that? And, and you've taken that ball and you've run with it. And, and I'm, I'm honored to, to know somebody like you that has that, that much heart to see something or to go through something that has physically almost killed them and then turn it into something that, lightens up somebody else's life their day and and their perspective on how much they really can achieve so there's little you know my 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 lead magnet isn't converting as much as much as i hoped it would have <laughs> kind of puts that kind of stuff into perspective and say okay we can figure this out <laughs> and right. we can get yeah. it we can get it going it's it's not that bad of a problem and i and i have to even now and, and you touched on earlier i have my own story where i was kind of looking at my own mortality and, and it's and it's certainly even today when I have those frustrations because I still do in, in business those challenges it helps me put that stuff into perspective too and it, it's important that no matter who we are that we share these stories like this um, but if, if we could for the sake of helping others understand where you're coming from how did this that, that your mountain how did that come into your life because it, it, it I'm sure it was pretty unexpected if you could share with people how that happened for you yeah, well, there were two mountains. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> kind of separated by a nice smooth valley. Um, but my background—I've always been a writer and a communicator. So my yeah. background was working at the heart of the financial sector as a product specialist and a marketing specialist on the equity side. So I was given a lot of opportunity early on. I was recruited with Edward Jones, worked in St. Louis, Missouri, in Toronto, and Canada, and I was training financial advisors coast to coast on building stock portfolios. I was writing national financial newsletters. I was scripting broadcasts for CEOs, wow. presidents federal level politicians like gifted a lot of opportunity to learn a lot and to work with some really incredible people um some big game changers in the industry and enjoying it and mm -hmm. there was always kind of this calling within me that there was there was something more i wanted to give more heart i wanted to give more of the human side of the communication but i was stuck writing inside of this box yeah you know, there were only certain words I could use. There was only so much space to express that didn't have that full freedom of self-expression yeah. right, for myself or for those I was serving in the audience. And there was this kind of nudge. There was a whisper from the universe. And I kind of heard it, but I'm someone who can be happy anywhere. And I was like, it's mm -hmm. okay. You know, I I had uh, I was using my creativity outside of work as well. I was playing provincial-level sports, state-level if you're in the States, <laughs> that's yep. the equivalent. Um, <laughs> and networking, I mean, just really balanced life, eating healthy, joyful. Yeah. Um, and then from seemingly out of nowhere, I was struck with a life-threatening case of, of lupus at 26. Wow. So I went from training for a marathon. I mean, we're talking running like 15 miles at a time for yeah. fun. <laughs> I loved it. Crazy, you isn't know, it? And, and doing everything possible in life. Like I, I was a maximizer. I wanted to do it all. It was focused on doing, but I was really living every moment and getting out and doing everything possible. To going from that to being bedridden for two years. And I did have a blood clot as well that nearly cost me my life. Wow. And so having, you know, going from this energy source of external people and, and collaborations and connections and that energy to being within the four walls of my apartment and really just being there and being with that and getting past the the shock of having this shift in life and everything that you knew 
and you connected your identity to kind yeah. of being swept away and realizing like, I still have myself. And that's my, why my book is called unshakable to the core mm. um, book about that experience. Right. Cause I still had who I was and I really use that as my foundation. So I was, I've spoken with so many people and I've written for so many people who have transformed their adversities. And we all say the same thing. It's that gift of introspection. Yes. That is one yeah. of the most wonderful gifts of what we've been through. And I mean, I mean, I've, I've, I've worked with people who've had stillbirth, the sudden loss of a mm. loved one, life-threatening illness, like you name it across the board. And they're never easy. And there's some like gentleman named Michael who watched his, his, his wife's condition deteriorate from ALS and she passed mm. after eight years. And he was so real about it. Like you don't heal from something like that. It's so painful. It's never going to make sense. No. Right. But we can create meaning when we start to contribute. It takes that time of introspection and observation of our own lives to understand, to put some pieces in perspective. So I use that two years and I'm saying two years in bed and I had two to three half decent waking hours a day. I would get up because I was an athlete. I knew how to push beyond what was possible yeah. from a physical or medical perspective and get to walking in and even get to running again. And in those moments had no pain and rebuilt my strength and I was walking and I was painting. So I had my creative outlets and use that to really gather this sense of wisdom. And I really had this, it was like very much a spiritual awakening. And interestingly, I was kind of on that path. Be really careful what you wish for. If the audience is taking something away from <laughs> At 23 years old, I kind of yeah. said like, I'd love to write a book, but I don't feel like I have enough life experience oh, yet. Yeah. Enter life experience. So you yeah. know, the universe is always listening. So frame yeah. your wishes carefully. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I can laugh about it. I was like, okay, very funny. I mean, yeah. there was several years of my late 20s when, you know, obviously there are things I'd much rather have been doing than being at home in bed. But I made the most of it, right? don't let your circumstances dictate what yeah. you create right so choosing to use that time and then coming to this spiritual place i just wanted to give back i just wanted to say thank you for everyone who's part of my life i started like volunteering teaching spin class at the gym because the gym had been such a big part of my rehabilitation yeah. so just say thank you to the people and just got these amazing people in at lunchtime every day to just come together in this energy. We used to rock it out to like 80s music, right? It doesn't matter the generation, everybody's loving it. And then I started to write a second book called The Good News Report. And it was a compilation of 25 stories of people I knew who were living their lives with real passion and purpose. And a lot of these people were influencers. They were, were international or national professional speakers, just really incredible business people. And yeah. I just said, you know, can I share with you how I see you? Can I write the yeah. story of your beauty, your potential, your strength? This is just what I need to do to say thank you. And I, I didn't publish the book and it was never my intention. My intention yeah. was to gift the chapters to those that I was writing about. So unbeknownst to me, that book was the catalyst of my vocation being created. I got four book deals from writing Oh my that gosh. Book. Wow. And therein kind of became a ghostwriter, so to speak. It was so much more than that. Yeah. But 50 books later, I had never gone out and sought a book deal. It was just referral after referral, the right people at the right time. Yeah. And and just reaching out to say, you know, just to someone I admired for years and saying, hey, I just want to let you know, like, how influential you have been, how much you're an inspiration. You know, here's what I'm doing. And to get an immediate note back or sharing conversation, they're like, I need you right now. I have a book due in eight weeks. Can you help me get it out to my publisher? That is such <laughs> you know? a lesson in and of itself. I have to pause for a second for everybody that's listening to this. You need to, you might need to hit like the 30 second rewind or well, if you're on iTunes, I think it's 15 seconds. So don't tap. Um, the, the fact that you, you decided to give to people that 
you admired and, and you wanted to share their story and just it doesn't matter how you did it, but you wanted to offer something to someone else with no expectation of a return. And lo and behold, that because you were so giving, you got a ton back. Um, almost, you know, not by accident, but it's just the way it works. Um, that, that is such a that is such a beautiful lesson uh, for for all of us, especially in the business world, because giving is, you know, it's 2018. Giving is marketing, you know, not bragging. <laughs> giving, giving is giving is real marketing, and, it, and that's certainly a, a powerful lesson um, for for all of us, and, and a beautiful one because I, it's it's obvious you're so sincere about what you were doing and why you were doing it. So I appreciate you sharing that one. And there's psychology to support this, is right. Sure, oh, absolutely. Look up Adam Grant's give and take, right? Yeah. Reachers are givers, takers, and matchers. Yeah. Right. Showing that givers givers can be at the bottom of the success level because yeah. they're giving away too much. They're doing everybody else's work, but givers are also at the top. Yes. Right. And when a giver succeeds, the way that that moves others yeah. to want to succeed in that same way, you know, it's it's unmatched. Yes. That's what we want our world to shift to. Yeah. So, you know, there, it, yeah, there's so much in giving. I wrote a post about this the other day. Like, just I'm humbled by the comments I get from all over the world on my blogs and my articles on third party sites. Yeah. Like, it's just incredible. And just I always thank the people because, you know, it's we're making that time. Mm-hmm. It's a conscious choice to make that decision to say, hey, I just wanted to let you know this changed my life. Yeah. And yeah. I've done it to others as well. And it's so surprising. And I've done it with people that you think are unreachable, the thing the people who have you know established great success and you think yeah. like there's no way. Same. And to get an immediate response saying, like, <laughs> yeah. I just made my day. Yeah. Right. We forget about these little things. And these little things really do have impact in a world where we're so tied into automated automation and robots mm-hmm. and everything else. You know, when we're, we're connecting from the heart, that's really where we're standing out. And it's, yeah. it's almost ironic that that's what's helping us stand out in this yeah. world. But yeah. it is. And we're shifting into this human economy. Yeah. Going, operating from this with our heads. The, you know, the intellect can re- replicate it by the robots. Yeah. The heart, the connectivity, the creativity can't. Yeah. It's, so that's really our point of differentiation in our brands as entrepreneurs. That's, I mean, it's one of the best pieces of business advice you can give somebody, you know, is look at what everybody else is saying you need to be doing and then just run the other direction. Yeah. And in this day of, of all the, like you mentioned, automation and, and, you know, all trying to automate everything to simplify and, and free up your time. And I get it. These things have good intentions behind them because um, it is true. If you can automate something, a process or something, it, it, it can free up some time. But there's a cost to it. You know, if you eliminate the human interaction and, and the willingness to have a real conversation with people and, and offer a real compliment or a real gift or a real service or you know to have those touch points of interaction you'll completely stand out completely yeah. stand out like I, I dare you everybody has a, a, an email list that they're growing i dare you to send a personal email to everybody that opts in or or a short video you'll blow their mind. It's, it's the truth. So this, you know, this, this point of being real and being authentic, you know, one of the best things you can do for a business is just be you, you, the person, not you, the trying to be the efficient version of your business, just be you as the person and share that with as many people as you can. And uh, it makes a huge difference. Yeah. And as you mentioned, we are really are ahead of the curve. Like my tribe, I call them the redefiners. Defy isn't challenging <laughs> the status quo. Yeah. Right. But the, these are people who are redefining the way we live, the way we do business, the way we see leadership yeah. to be heart centered and people centric. 
Yeah. Right. And and I mean, our world is shifting in this direction. You look at the new regulations in the European Union is yeah. changing the way we do our opt-ins, yeah. the way we do our email lists. Right. So if you want to operate from the heart, you're ahead of the curve right yeah. now. You know, I'm worried right? about it. Like, like roll with us. Yes. <laughs> roll with us here. Like <laughs> I, I, I joked, I joked with a client and I said, you know, I, I'm not really creating a, a society of rebels. I said, you know what? I am. I'm creating a society of rebels. <laughs> like those who really want to defy because normalcy right now is, you know, this push to automation, this person yeah. push to scale. And like, we do want to make our lives easier and not overwork yeah. ourselves. You and I understand that because we've faced near death. We understand the importance of honoring our bodies and not stressing too much. Yeah. The same case in point, like I will always have a one-on-one component to my business. It's my fuel. Yeah. You know, if I'm running all e-courses and that's it, and I'm never talking to a single person who's working with me, yeah, it's lost. Yeah, it's lost. Yeah, uh, that is a that is a great mess. That is a great point. Um, so, you went through this this challenge with this um, physical challenge for for two years, and you mentioned two mountains. How did that How did that work? And and you know. <laughs> without trying to ask you to relive everything, but how did, how did that impact you um, from the standpoint of now, like looking over your shoulder, having gone through that, having, having thrived through it and gotten through it, how did, that, how did that work out? What did that look like and feel like to get through that? I mean, once is bad enough, but yeah, twice I, is... Yeah, I love the way you frame that question because that's it's exactly the way it happened. It, it helped me see things in a different light. So, I mean, I'm, I'm thriving. I go out and I, I ended up working with New York Times bestselling authors, some of the world's top motivational speakers, like right off the bat. It's just like loving this. Yeah. And, and I am behind the scenes a little bit because I'm, I'm helping these great leaders craft their messages. I'm not having a lot of my own stuff out there as well. So that's a kind of lesson I learned is that balance. Um, but I, I ended up having symptoms. I had 50 pounds of fluid on my abdomen. So I literally looked mm. like I'm five, two and a buck 15. So I look like nine months pregnant with twins. Oh I had a blood clot that went undiagnosed. And despite my pleas, the doctors couldn't find it because when you're looking through fluid, it's like looking yeah. into a black hole yeah. trying to find something. So three doctors later, the only answer was you're going to die. And I said, well, that's not going to work for me. So yeah. with, with the support of, of family and friends, I got on a plane and I flew across the country to a doctor I trusted. Within 10 minutes, he said, it's a blood clot. And he was right. Wow. Yeah, so never give up. You know, yeah. defy rather than justify. Yeah. You know, justify is, well, I'm going to die because there are no answers. Or right. this is the way it's going to be because there's nothing else I can do. Defy is, this is not going to work for me. Yep. <laughs> you know, yep. I'm, I'm going towards what I believe is possible. I've got a mission in this life. I've got things to do. So um, I ended up spending four months out of two years in hospital, in and out of hospital. And I mean, by the time it was done, I could hardly walk. I had lost all my hair. Um, I was Jeez. on blood transfusions. My organs were shutting down. Like it was severe because the blood clot was in the main vein of my abdomen and I couldn't hold down or assimilate any kind of nutrients from food. Wow. So extremely, extremely severe, but just making that choice and having that support uh, from a doctor that said like, I'm going to find an answer. And I believe it's a blood clot. And he was right. Yeah. You know, and then having that support around, there was so much that had happened in the weeks that I wasn't able to eat. There was so much that had to be repaired within my body. Yeah. Um, so really getting back onto that track. But what I found to answer your question is after this occurred, 
the first case of illness was I went from doing to being like on the greatest level. It was do, do, do that really human, like drive, 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 drive. But right. I was a driver. Like I graduated top of my university class. I was, was in an elite training program with Edward Jones. Like it, I was so driven and it, mm-hmm. I was enjoying it. I just wanted to do everything, but it was do focused. And then after it was just like, I just want to be. And I became a Reiki master and alongside being a ghostwriter and intuitive healing practice. So I was working in that ethereal realm. Yeah. I mean, I had like multi-level uh, multi-million dollar businessmen laying on a massage table in my new field market saying, should I sell the business I built for 25 years? Should I leave my marriage? What's my purpose? So there was a very pragmatic element. Oh my gosh, yeah. People were open to the more ethereal and more spiritual answers to their questions. So it was really beautiful. And and then the second illness hit, what happened was everything just grounded out for me. And Mm -hmm. I know you and I talked about this. It's just like everything fell into place. The pragmatic, pragmatic and the profound just they, everything fit together. Yeah. It was like instantaneous clarity. And what I say now is the deep, the, the greatest challenge of this life is not to become deeply spiritual by removing ourselves from our experiences. The greatest challenge is to become deeply human by immersing ourselves in our experiences. Yeah. And that's it. If I can summarize the lesson that I've learned and what I'm sharing now, that's it. And we talk about like connecting from the heart and business. That's it. Like it's all about making business deeply human not removing ourselves to the point where it's fully automated or we're just not in it, not passionate, not loving it. It's not tied to our purpose. It's the opposite of that. It's fully connected to who we are at the greatest level. We're fully expressing ourselves in our communication. You know, we're real about our adversities, but we're celebrating our successes. There's just yeah. beautiful balance and we're relating to our audience. Like it's, it's so ironic, but we stand out by relating. Yeah. That's yeah. really how we truth. stand out in our brands. Yep. Yeah. It's by not being different. Yeah, but by showing people that we different. are like them, yeah, we're different than a lot of other businesses, and that, that and is pretty cool. And it allows you to create your market because we all yeah. have a market. We're all interpreters of reality, right? Our perspective is power. You mentioned perspective. I love that because for me, that's a huge component of our voice. I always say our voices are gifts, passion, knowledge, and perspective. Yeah, that's contributed in a way that promotes empathy, growth, and ease of life for others. Right. So we all have this unique composite of experiences that no one else has that shaped our perspective, our view on life. We're interpreting the same reality, but we're interpreting it in an important way. So if you're wondering, like, should I get my message out? Should I share my story in a bit? Yes. And this is why, because you have an audience that needs to learn the way only you can teach because of your perspective on life. Yeah. So, so I mean, I get chills saying it because I'm so passionate about this. It's so important and like that self-expression is so healing. You know, that yeah. is a big part of my healing journey. And so if I can share that with others and help others get to the point where they just feel so liberated and so free that not only they're fully, not only because they're fully self-expressed, but because they're contributing. Like I have given my all to the world and whatever comes now is what is intended to come. You're still working hard. You're still doing the pragmatic business stuff. Yeah. Right. But you just you're just trusting in something greater. It's like I'm putting my articles out online and the resonance yeah. and what's coming from and what comes from one podcast to another is incredible. And it's like, all right, the world's saying, Hey, Jocelyn, love this, want it. All yeah. right, let me serve. Right. There's yeah. there's it's not about the ego. It's not about I need to be in lights. It's like this is service at its greatest height, its yeah. greatest depth, its greatest dimension. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. And I love it. And it, it, those are, there's so many powerful lessons in, in what you had to say. It's funny. You mentioned the chills. You gave me the chills because you, you were talking about um, 
<clears throat> all of us having our own versions of reality. I just tweeted that like two days ago. Uh, there was like a one-liner about, you know, we need to remember that we all have our own versions of reality. And I said something else about it, but uh, it was just one of those things that literally popped in my head. I didn't ske- It wasn't a scheduled thing. It was just something that I had been, for whatever reason, I had been thinking about. Um, but yeah, I love that perspective we are. And that's what makes perspective so important because we all have our own histories, our own baggage, so to speak, our own experiences, wins, losses. So that so when we share those, especially from a business standpoint, from from a business owner standpoint, and that regardless of what you're doing, whether you're a fitness coach or you know a, a massage therapist or a life coach, relationship coach, doesn't matter what it is. When you're sharing your perspective. Uh, about life and or your expertise and share it from your genuine perspective as opposed to what you think is the appropriate perspective to have in that industry, you stand out. Because one of the biggest, I one of the, probably my biggest mistake when I started out was, okay, what am I supposed to be doing at when I as I do what I do? Like, what am I supposed to be doing? So I'm looking around to see what everybody else is doing. I'm trying to fit into that mold. And nobody's hearing that because, you know, it's like painting a white spot on a white wall. Another one? Yeah. Yeah, you're just another one. And it it is definitely a process. And certainly today I'm totally comfortable with it. I I give a crap what people think about, you know, and there's always going to be cynics regardless. Even when you're trying to be like everybody else, there's going to be cynics. So if you're going to have people be cynical towards you and whatever it is you're doing, you might as well stand out and create some success while you're doing it. Take advantage of it. Yeah. Uh, Brene Brown has a great book on that, Braving the Wilderness. Yes. You know, if anyone's yeah. struggling with like, yeah. you know, how do I deal with the critics and everything yeah. else? And, and, and it's so important when you are communicating and you're self-expressing. Yeah. Right. Because I always talk about the difference between self-expression and seeking acceptance. Yes. Right. That self-expression is being willing to just tell the world who you are, what you have to offer and yeah. welcoming them in. Versus yeah. seeking acceptance is conditional. You're not mm-hmm. fully expressing until someone likes you or they tell you you're okay. Right. Yeah. So, it, I mean, it takes self-awareness and building that confidence sure. and being comfortable in your own to get to that point of expression. So follow that process from self-exploration to self-expression. Mm-hmm. And it's really just time with yourself, right? How do we get to yeah. know anyone? We spend time with them. We ask questions. Yeah. We observe. Right. Yeah. Do it with yourself, even if you're carving out five, 15, 20 minutes a day, if you've got kids and a business and everything else going on, like yeah. just carve out some time. Like it's such a powerful starting point. And it's always been a part of my process when I'm helping anyone develop their message yeah. is to really own that internal reason for why you're doing what you're doing. Like yeah. There's that external reason, that external need. But and, and when you match the two, that's magic. I call it the intersection. Yeah. Right. But so getting to know that internal reason is so powerful. You know, you start Simon Sinek, start with why, yeah. you know, there's a great starting point as well. If you really want to get to the point of clarity, you know, yeah. where, what's the fuel behind my message? Yeah. It's, and a, that it's kind of bleeds into your message. So true. And so powerful. And, it, and it's, it's one of those things that I, I'll have to admit, and I'm sure you agree. It's, it, it can be very simple to explain, but it's not always easy. And I do want to recognize that for, for people that are listening, like, you know, I'd, I'd love to be different, but you know, just to put myself out there to have these conversations or do some Facebook lives or write these articles and just fully say what I really feel like saying without hedging or hesitating. It's not an easy thing to do all the time, depending on your level of comfort and courage and how long you've been doing it, but it is so worth it. And I, and I will say this, the more you do it, the easier it gets. Like the more you just say, 
screw it. I'm just going to say this exactly how I want to say it. I'm not going to try to filter the language or filter my expression. And uh, trust me, for everybody listening, please take uh, Jocelyn's words of advice and just express who you are in your business and your personal life. And and at this, well, at the same time, really trying to always be in a process of improving who you are. Because I'm sure you've, you've, you know, Justin, you've seen and heard people who are, will do some things that aren't quite, you know, arguably a, a appropriate and they'll use the excuse, well, it's just who I am, you know, mm -hmm. almost as a, you know, it doesn't matter who I offend because I'm just me and me. There, and that is something to, that's something to just, you mentioned the word awareness, something to be aware of. Yeah. So if you yeah. are if you are really at a place where you're completely hesitating to show the world who you are, then maybe it's a time for self re reflection. Say, okay, why not? Like, is there something that you think you need to be doing differently in your business? Because if that's the case, that's a whole other adjustment that can be made, um, and it sort of it kind of helps itself. Because the freer you are in expressing who you are and what you want to say, you know, if there is some pushback internally, you get it gives you a chance to say, okay, why am I pushing back? Am I just nervous because I don't want to be fully seen, or is there something that I, I really need to adjust uh, yeah. and, and change? Um, yeah. Speaking of, of expression and creating this message, I, I know you have there's there's so many things that you help with uh, your clients with and the people that work with you in, in your ghostwriting work and, and you're working one on one with people. I'd love to get in a, a couple ways that for those that have this message, maybe they're new at this, or maybe they've been at it for a while and they're just they don't feel like they're really clear about what it is they want to say and how they want to be different and how they want to stand out. What are some of the starting points when, if, if today you were going to take them on as a client or, or have a call, which I know you do for, you know, I'll, I'll, we'll definitely get into linking up your site so people can schedule some time to speak with you personally uh, and, and get some of your help. But what are some of the first steps that you help people get through when they're saying, you know, Jocelyn, I really want to be able to clarify this story I have or this message I have in the context of my business so that I can take advantage of this being authentic and being vulnerable and, and attracting more people by doing it. Where do you start them out? Yeah, so I actually have I, I have an entire methodology, awesome. uh, which which I am. I'm working on three little booklets to get it out there soon. I'm working on two books as well and an e-course. So there'll be a lot available um, within the next six, eight months. Beautiful. Um, yeah, so there are several, and I mentioned the intersection, and that's a great starting point for me because it's really that point, that's point of magic where we connect our internal reason for why we're doing what we're doing with the external reason. So we match, you know, our calling, our purpose, what we stand for with the mm -hmm. needs of a market in a really powerful way through our communication. So that's a standpoint, and someone's wondering, like, where do I start? There's always going to be value when you're communicating and speaking to human values. Yeah. If you remember nothing else, remember that. So what do you stand for and start there? Yeah. If you want resonance, speak to human values. If I say the words courage, compassion, confidence, respect, love, you're nodding. This happens yeah. every time I speak these words to people. You're nodding, right? It's an instantaneous connection. So if you're wondering where you start, what do you stand for? Right. Yeah. You can go you can go online and look up like universal human values. You can find a yeah. list for them. See which ones, like just read through them and see which ones resonate with you. You're gonna feel it yeah. when you read it and you go, Oh yeah, I know why. Yeah. Right? And then you start to connect. 
you know, look at your life experiences and connect your personal stories to it. And I've got a, a model for storytelling and it's called the S squared storytelling model. And the reason I call it S squared is a story and strategy. Okay. So the strategy, strategy amplifies the impact of the story. The story amplifies, amplifies the impact of the strategy and it's cyclical, cyclical and reciprocal. Yeah. Right. And one without the other does not the same. We can inspire through our stories and that might be great, but we just leave our audience there. When we yeah. take on strategy, which is like, how then do you do this? So unshakable to the core of my book, it was how I navigated through that, that illness. But the strategies are not solely for navigating illness. They're right. for navigating any kind of challenge or adversity. They're universal. Yeah. They speak to those universal human values, right? So what can you extract? What lessons and what strategies can you extract? They don't have to be complicated, right? Mm -hmm. If you could make those revolutionary ideas relatable, that's golden. Yeah. Run with that, right? So just really simple strategies that someone can digest, process, and incorporate into their life. So let your story be the foundation, not the focus. Don't yeah. stay there, right? The objective always has to be from to take your audience from their current point A their point of pain to their to an, a more ideal point B. Yeah. Right. So you're using your story as a point of relatability and it's those how to strategies that are helping them on that journey again, to awaken and step into their greater potential, their fullest potential. Right. So yeah. it always has to be about your audience. We talked about this earlier. I love yeah. that. And, and it's, it's, it's why I do what I do. It's all about the people. It's about you fully self-expressing as the communicator. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, that's only half the equation. Yeah. Right. It has to be about serving your audience in the best way that you can and the way that only you can yeah. with your perspective on reality, yeah. your take, because you and I are going to look at the exact same experience and extract totally different strategies yes. and lessons from it. And that's the magic in it. Yeah. Like it's, it would be a fascinating study to just take one experience and gather a group of people and just do research on what they all extract from it. Yeah. Right. And see the value in our diversity in that. Yeah. Right. And how people come up with with the strategies that they do or the lessons they do or the insights that they do. So, yeah, really using your story as a foundation, a point of relatability and, and really focusing on taking an audience somewhere. And I mean, you can focus wherever you're comfortable, family, company, community, mm -hmm. humanity. Right. We don't all have to go out and change the world on a global scale. Like yeah. Personally, I love to work with those people because it's like, yeah. hey, nearly died twice, going to do something real big. <laughs> most comfortable in your family or in your in your company you know let that be your home base operate there because know that your impact is going to ripple from there sure you know, yeah. i said like when i was speaking in a room that one person who came up after went hey jocelyn this just changed my life today that one person you know even if everyone else stood up and clapped that one person was why i was there yeah because they're going to go out and do something really incredible with this yeah Right. So we've all got that one person. And that's how a movement begins with that yeah. one person, right? Who goes out and tells others, hey, you got to hear this, Aaron. Aaron, this just changed my life. This just opened up my worldview in a way I didn't even know it could be opened up. Yeah. Yeah. It's such a huge advantage. It's, it's such a huge advantage. Um, the fact that we have these own, our individual stories and our own perspectives on them, that's the biggest advantage. And it actually supports what we were talking about earlier as far as being unique and being an individual because. You know, when you apply, when you tell that story, and and it's only going to be told the way you can tell it, right? No matter what it yeah. is, even if, it yeah. doesn't even have to be a story about your own personal life. You can tell a story about a movie you watched that fifty million other people may have watched, but the way you relate to that story and the lesson you extracted from it is only going to be yours. 
Yeah, and let's get pragmatic here. Yeah. Competitive advantage. Yes. 100%. Yes. You know, I, I've had this discussion with people where they're like, well, when I come up with great ideas, someone's going to steal it or someone just stole my idea. Nobody if can do with it what you do. Yeah. To the emotion that you feel <laughs> yes. and your lived experiences. Yeah. No one can replicate that. They can go ahead. I mean, I create unique concepts for people, universal concepts they can use across all their platforms. Yeah. Someone can go and take that concept in the wording. Yeah. But they'll never replicate the depth of it like sure. you can because it's tied to who you are on yeah. such a deep personal level. Yeah. So yeah, you want to stand out and be competitive. That's how to do it. I, I love that strategy because uh, I love that as a, as a starting point for a strategy. Well, the, the two things you mentioned, number one, the values and expressing what your values are, because you can do that in any business, in any conversation. You're not going to, nobody's going to be turned off by you having a conversation and incorporating your values into it and what's important to you. Because like you said, you just start talking a list and, and I immediately instinctively just started nodding my head as you were saying, because I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. not going, Justin, I don't want to talk about love. Yeah. No, respect, don't want to talk about it. No, yeah, nothing to do with it. Yeah, courage is a non-starter for me, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> if you're human, you're human. Like, it's, yeah. it's going to have precedence. Right? It's, it's such a win because you can't get that wrong. Honestly, nobody, everybody listening to this, to this, this conversation right now, you can't fail at this because you're when you, if you think about what your biggest values are, uh, and, and sure we all have overlap, overlap in them, you can't get that wrong because whatever they are for you, other people will in some way relate to it. Maybe your number one is somebody else's number three, but it's still in their core. It's part of what they know is important, even if they're not always acting on it. And then, I'm sorry, it's, 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 and, and secondly, having that story and, and relating a story and, and attaching it to a strategy, uh, you know, that, and that's where you, I love the merging of the two. You tell your story, a story that's universally uh, connective, and then kind of integrating a strategy about, okay, and here's why it's relevant to what we're talking about, or here's how it's relevant in the context of the service I provide, or the product that I sell, or this this thing that I do or this that I can offer you, you make it relevant and you make it real because there's nothing phony about it. You're just being being honest and open and vulnerable. And, and that's, you know, a lot of people get turned off. And I certainly did years ago. I was very turned off by selling. But the, the truth is there's really no need to sell if you have a product or a service that you really believe in. Because using just a Two simple things that you just started with today, values and story, and then integrating it to what you do. You can't go wrong. I definitely appreciate you sharing that. Yeah. I mean, you're instantly connected to something bigger. Because yeah. the, the second you speak to, these are universal values. Mm -hmm. Even though you're speaking to, like, this is what I stand for. As soon as you're connected to values, it's about something so much bigger than you. Yep. And that in itself, that instant where you decide what that is has just made this way bigger than you. This has taken yeah. self-expression and turned it into service. This has taken communication and turned it into contribution. Yeah, right? yeah. It's, it's magic. It's like, wow. And, and, and like any concern, like egoic in terms of I have to be this or egoic in terms of I'm fearful that I can't do this or I'm not gonna, it, it, it's not as big anymore, right? Because you're connected. You're instantly connected to your audience and, and to all of humanity in this yeah. really big way. 
I love that, and I appreciate it. For everybody listening, I, I'm, I'm going to get – can I be a little bit greedy? Because you gave us some two big things there, the, the, the concept of discussing values and, and integrating story uh, into your into your business. What's, what's one more? If you could tack on one more thing that they could do um, as they're all nodding their heads and saying, actually, you know, this is pretty cool, and I can <laughs> see how this can work. What's, what's one more thing if you could give us a piece of advice for – Again, sh- uh, helping people share their message and, and get it out there in the context of helping their business and their mission mission grow. And this is so applicable anywhere. It, it doesn't have to be a business. It could be a nonprofit. It could be something that you're looking to to start within your own company. You know, you could be a nine to fiver. But if you're you're looking to improve anything that is you do on a daily basis, these things are certainly applicable because regardless of what you do for a living, whether you realize it or not, you have a message. You have something. That you need to be sharing because we we're all our own brand regardless of where we work. Yeah. So what's what's I, what's the third thing? Let me let me use the third thing to frame this. I talk okay. about using the ideal realist perspective. Mm. Okay. So a lot of us are idealists when we want to like change the world, right? We want to yeah. redefine the way we're doing things. We're thinking about these revolutionary ideas, but if we just impose that through our communication, it seems unfathomable or unreachable. It's it's too hard to really connect to. Mm-hmm. And the realist is the one says, I accept things as they are. The realist in us will connect on a compassionate level to their audience where they are through our story. Mm-hmm. The ideal realist says, okay, we're going to start there. We're going to be really real about how things hurt right now, what needs to change, what we need to challenge. But I'm still going to take you to this ideal. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to make it accessible for you. I'm going to give you these steps and we're going to be compassionate with ourselves and take small action, right? No matter how big or small is best for you, I'm going to walk you through that process and we're going to get to this ideal, right? Versus just presenting this ideal and you're going, I'm hurting so much right now. Yeah, it's too big. Physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. I I can't even process this. Yeah. I don't even see how that's possible. I just lost someone. I'm dealing with illness, right? I'm financial after, whatever the case may be. So I think that ideal realist perspective is so powerful because we're being really real with what where things are and what they are right now, whether mm-hmm. that's on a personal level or on a global level, both. Yeah. Right? Because it, we have to be real about what's going on in our world and incorporate that from a very compassionate and empathetic perspective to say like, okay, this is happening. So what can we do given that? Mm-hmm. Right. How can yeah. we take that into account, not ignore it? Yeah, I love that because it, it lets you go to, okay, it, it, instead of taking somebody, you know, the, the buddy of mine wrote a book called Do A Day. And uh, one of the main concept of his book is that, you know, we all have these things that we want to accomplish. And when we look at them big picture, like for him, there was a point where he had to lose a ton of weight, like 80 pounds or close to 100 pounds he wanted to lose. So just, there's no way you could lose that. You could fathom how do I lose that much weight but what he said was you know okay I can lose one pound yeah and I I love that because I remember you reminded me when the day he said that to me viscerally I remember his face when he said it you know one pound was doable and it's such a brilliant concept what you're talking about here is is connecting the idealist of the vision of and you know you know how we get as entrepreneurs we have these this huge thing I want to share yeah. with you. And it's almost like this, boom, here, here's what you can <laughs> and become. And it becomes almost like a weight. It's a weight. Yes. Like you're feeling like yeah. I'm kind of already sunken in the ground a bit in this weight of my life, whether it's like yeah. financial strain or business strain or family yeah. strain. 
And then someone comes and plunks this like revolutionary vision on you. It's like a 200 pound weight just being put on top of you. And you just feel sunken down even more. Because it feels like, whoa, like there's no way that's ever going to happen for me. Versus someone comes and says, hey, Aaron, I get how you're feeling right now. Let me tell you what I've been through. And I, I, you might be able to relate to this. And you're like, oh my goodness, you do understand. You're human too. Wow. You're not just a superhero. You're human. (laughs) All right. And now you've got this vision. You know, yeah. that losing 80 pounds, like you have to keep that vision in mind, that vision of your slim fit body. Yeah. It always has to be in your mind. So the idealist vision has to be in there to yeah. move you forward, right? When I'm lying in bed debilitated, it's me envisioning the future that I'm going to create when I'm out walking, running and running my thriving business again. Yeah. So it's that vision kept me going, right? Yeah. But it's the same case in point. It took really small steps to learn to walk again twice in my life. Yeah. Right. I love that. So it's it's always that balance, right? And it's the balance between future and present. Yeah. Right. Being fully present, but being so connected in our hearts and our souls and our mind to that vision of what we're creating on a personal and collective level. I love it. Everybody be an ideal realist. And really at, at its core it's about empathy, isn't it? You know, because if, you know, we and I can, it's certainly something I can find myself overlooking at times because you have, you want, as especially heart-centered entrepreneurs and you want to help people improve their life, business, health, relationships, whatever it is, and you have this thing that you want to share with people because you know how beneficial it can be, you know how important it can be, but if you throw the whole thing at them, it's, it's almost like a lack of empathy because you get overexcited about this thing you want to do to help somebody, but you got to remember everybody is where they are, or at least everybody has a story about where they are and, and that's their reality. And you have to be, you have to honor that story, no matter how ridiculous you think it is, or no matter how much you agree with it. It doesn't matter whether you agree with it or not. Perspective. Perspective. <laughs> everybody has that perspective. And if you meet people at theirs is the core of what you're saying, meet people at their current perspective, acknowledge it, honor it. It's funny because it, it, I just wrote a book on influence and it's something. I'm like reading my own chapter now. <laughs> this is so cool. I love this conversation okay. because we're as different as a conversation is, it's relatable, which is the point of our whole conversation here, relating with people. Okay. If you we're honor, proving our point. Yeah, we're proving our own point here at this conversation. <laughs> people, this is a lesson in progress of why this, the, why what Jocelyn talks about here is, is working because <laughs> it's. I, I promise we didn't strategize this ahead of time. This is just happening. <laughs> It, it and we really, haven't known each other for 10 years, believe no, it or not. No. Like, this, is, this is newer. So we are and, new yeah, I love what you're saying because it's empathy and compassion, right? Yeah. Empathy is that ability to, to feel someone else's pain. Yes. Compassion is that desire to alleviate it. Right, yep. so it's got both the empathy yep. and compassion. Really mm-hmm. important. Meet them where they are and, and guide them through it as opposed to, you know, slamming them into it. So like, it's, let's go, no yeah. excuses, let's go. But I, you know, and I've heard that from people, and I like the drive to a certain extent. Like you've got to have that drive, but it's there's got to be compassion in there yeah. in our world with everything going on, right? And to yeah. not know like why someone not be not be able to drive mm-hmm. to that objective and that deliverable right here, right now, because they might have lost, lost their mother yesterday, lost yeah. their father yesterday, just been diagnosed with stage three cancer, right? Yeah. You have to be considerate. Yeah. You know, of what may be going on in someone's life. Right? And, and 
lean into that yeah. and be curious to know, right? That's part of our communication process is really being curious at the deepest level about people. I, I am blessed because I get to know the intricate details of people's lives. Yeah. I mean, the people I, I support in developing their messaging, you know, whether inside a book that contains part of autobiography or memoir or their business messaging, like yeah. they're just opening up their hearts, their worlds, their journals, everything to me. And it's such yeah. a blessing because they get to learn about like the basic human condition and human behavior and human desires and needs at the deepest level. Yeah. And, and so remember that that's a gift in your business when your clients are opening up this level and use that, use that as fuel, as, as a resource yeah. to really develop. You know, we talked about evolution earlier, evolution of ourselves. Your message is going to evolve with you. And oh, that's yeah. part of it is because remember your audience is on a journey with you. You don't have to have it all figured out today. <laughs> None of us do, right? But that's the point. You welcome your audience in and you take them on a journey with you as you evolve, as you awaken to greater knowledge, wisdom, and insight. Yeah. And And they're they're growing with you. And when you grow with your audience, you form an irreplaceable bond. Sure. You've got that audience with you for the long term. Yeah. They're with you from the get-go because you've expressed these values and they're like, hey, I stand for that too. I'd like it. I want want to be a part of this. Yeah. What you're creating has resonance for me. Yeah, and it's, this this really proves your point from earlier because what we're talking about here as far as <clears throat> meeting people where they are, it's really about awareness because and, and your point earlier when you were talking about you always want to keep one-on-one interaction and, and one-on-one service and, and coaching or consulting as a part of your business. And I don't know if it's whether you, this was a strategy because you recognize this or not, but it. That is the only way, having conversations is the only way to have a broad amount of awareness about people and the fact that people are going to be in different places. And being the person that can meet people where they are and understand that they're going to have a different perspective in relation to what it is that you're providing as a business, because they're going to be in different places, you've got to be aware of where they're at. And that'll determine how much, how much you can push, maybe how much empathy, you know, you know, maybe one person needs to feel more empathy than someone else. Somebody else may show up and be a place where, okay, I've come a long way and I'm so ready right now. And they may want that push more than others. So it, it becomes an art where you have to make sure you're hitting in, in the context of your conversation and your messaging and your conversations, you may need to touch on different things. You may need some push. You may need to throw in some empathy, but being able to have that connection with people and maintain that connection really provides that awareness uh, to know that different people are going to need different things and you need to meet them wherever they are and, and help them through the process. That's brilliant. Yeah. Those are, and those it's all about presence, right? Yes. Presence yeah. at the greatest level. Yeah. And every form of communication is a conversation with your clients. Yeah. The level of connectivity will vary based on what you're doing. Obviously, one-on-one coaching, very intimate, one-on-one. Yeah. You know, Tell me about you at the deepest level. What's hurting? Where do you mm-hmm. want to be? Right? An e-course is more a conversation with, like, picture a classroom full of your ideal clients. Yeah. But it still has to be a conversation. Sure. It still has to feel like you're speaking with them, not to them, yeah. not at them, but with them. Right. Yeah. Be with them at the greatest level you can. We can do this through technology. Sure. Right. And still keeping it from the heart, still keeping it deeply human. And that's that's the foundation of what I do and why I do it. Right. Is to keep this deeply human. Well, I have to tell you that there's there's so much value to be taken from this 
even at that brief conversation, the three big things that you talked about today, which for everybody listening, again, to remind you, um, in the context of where do you start in terms of getting your message out there in a better way? It's, you know, making sure you're incorporating your values into your conversation, sharing stories that connect with the, the service and, the, or, and or the products that you're providing, um, and to be that ideal realist in meeting people where they are and helping them uh, showing some empathy to guide them through the process. Uh, those are three big, huge, valuable lessons. I know you have so much more to share, which is why I'm going to make sure I encourage people to meet you at uh, jocelynduffy.com, and we'll link all that stuff up. Uh, before we before we totally wrap this up, I'd love to get your perspective on something. One of the things I love the most about having this show and having Unbreakable Success is meeting people like you that have so much it's inspiring me. I got to admit for everybody listening, I don't know if you guys know this or not. I'm very selfish about doing this show because all these great people I meet, it's not just helping you. I got to admit it's, it helps me so much to have these conversations and, and I, I get so much from these. And, and today is certainly at the top of the list of conversations I've had where I'm just, I'm glad and honored and, and thankful to have this conversation. Certainly grateful to share it with you as you're listening uh, to everyone out there, um, I'd love to. I'd love to be able to share something that you, in your business, your life, something that you've been doing, reading, uh, a practice you've been involved with that has helped you. What's something that's going on in your life that is like totally working, and you can share with everybody uh, that may help them out? I love being able to share this kind of stuff from the perspective of someone like you who I admire so much. Thank you. Um, I'll keep it really simple. Walking. Walking works for me. Walking worked for Einstein. Walking worked for Steve Jobs. I mean, the list is really long. Walking in nature is one of the most powerful things you can do. People ask me, like, I'm creative 24-7, 365. I can come up with revolutionary ideas with you. I create models and methodologies for game changers on a global level. Amazing thought leaders. How do I do it? It's that creation of space. And, you know, we, as you, and we mentioned before, like, you know, even when we're superheroes, we still have our deeply human, human moments where we're dealing with the stresses of life and trying to figure out how things are going to fit together, how they're going to work out. When you walk yeah. in nature and just take the time to create space and breathe, things have a way, the clarity just comes and things have a way to falling, of falling into place. Like I'm trying to figure out like massive models, right? Where, I mean, for me personally, like I put together corporate work you know, near-death experience, resiliency, post-traumatic growth, self-expression, all of these things together, and I've created a methodology, right? And, yeah. and it just, it takes creating that space because it's strategic and creative at the same time, but yeah. it's not going to happen when we're overthinking it in our minds. So if you're wondering, yeah. like, you know, what's my message? What do I have to say? Take that time in nature to reset and then use that, extend that presence forth in your conversations and relations with others. Because if you're not sure what you stand for, what you want to say, start asking others. Like, do podcasts. You talked about how this podcast was beneficial for you. Yeah. I love doing podcasts because it helps me further clarify my messages. It helps me get really clear on which concepts have the most resonance yeah. so that I can create ebooks from them and I can create e-courses from them and deliver them on a bigger scale to serve in the way that I'm intended to serve. Yeah. Right? So carry that presence forth and start to really, you know, open up that inquiry for yourself, yeah. open it up in nature, open it up in conversation yeah. because it will come and it's not going to come with a strain and overthinking. Find a collaborator. That's what I am to people. I'm a collaborator. I help you gain clarity of your message. Yeah. Guess what? It's already in you. 
Yeah. And, and that's the part of, of being intuitive as well. It's not just what you're telling me when we're working together. It's what you not haven't yet expressed. Right? Yeah. And me tuning into that, again, presence, tuning in. Hey, Aaron, I think there's something more there. Is there mm-hmm. another layer? You know, might yeah. it be connected to the story you just told me 10 minutes ago? And you go, oh, my goodness. I didn't even realize those two aspects of my life were connected. Yeah. Right. So find someone to collaborate with because it's amazing how much we can accelerate the creative process when we work together. Yeah. That's, that's the foundation of, that a lot of my programs are built upon. I'm working with people who are on the move, traveling around the world, speaking, you know, their audience is asking for the next, you know, edition of their idea, a new idea. It, it, it's hard to come up with that immediately with pressure, right? Yeah. When you have someone else to help develop your concepts with you, it's amazing how much ease can be created. And yeah. that can just be a friend too. You, sure. I mean, that's where you want to start. You've got a really low budget and you're like, hey, I, can't, I can't afford Jocelyn <laughs> 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 or anyone like me. I mean, you know, start with the people close to you. Yeah. You know, start with someone who's not too close to you too, because mm-hmm. they will have a certain inquiry yeah. know, into the deeper levels. If you're working with a spouse or a partner, there's a lot that they will already know. And they, you know, they, that might not be brought up. And that's the beautiful yeah. thing about me helping others develop their messages or write their books is, is the questioning. Right. So use the questioning with yourself, you know, have others question you and and really just see what comes up and and allow yourself to be place playful and curious in the process. Yeah. You know, because we take ourselves too seriously at times. Right. Oh, gosh. Yeah. This is a a joy and this is a pleasure. Right. And I mean, yes, we've got to make money. We've got to meet those human needs. But we can you can create that ease in your business. The rest starts to flow. Because people sure. start to feel that. Well, I can see that Aaron's alive. He's alive with passion. He's alive that he's learning new things today. Like yeah. that's really cool energy, and I want to be a part of that. Yeah. And all of a sudden, your business starts to bloom. Yeah. Right. Because we just we'll start to feel something around you. Yeah. You know, it's like you, when you're around kids. Do you want to hang out around kids usually more? Yeah, you do because yeah. they're fun and they're, they're fun. Beautiful, right. Yeah. We can exude some of that energy. Yeah. Within our business, people go like, "This is really." And I mean, you can be profound to the nth degree. Sure. Right. But you can also ground it out in that pragmaticness and ground it out with some like playful fun. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And when you've got all those elements in there, people are going, this is really neat. Every aspect of who you are as a human being starts to feel fulfilled. Yeah. Your mind feels fulfilled by those pragmatic, pragmatic, strategic details. Mm-hmm. Your heart feels fulfilled by those values that you're speaking to. Your soul feels fulfilled because you're waking up. You're part of something bigger. You're feeling connected. Feels right? great. Yeah. And you're alive. You're alive on every level. So yeah. when you reach that point, you start to like feel this and you'll start to feel it brewing when you get closer to that ultimate message that you're meant to share and contribute. Yeah. Right. And then build upon that. Share that energy. Share that feeling. Talk about it through your messaging. Yeah. Right. People will want to be a part of that. Beautiful. I, I love that. Answer. That is such a, a powerful thing. You know, and I don't know if everybody realizes this started as a question about, um, something that was working for Jocelyn and, and you brought up walking and there's so much, re- there's a lot of research, uh, for those that don't know, there's a lot of research about walking in nature and connecting in nature and allowing your mind to, to delve in and do some introspection. And you get a lot of clarity by calming your mind and getting out and sparking those creative juices. And, and, uh, yeah, you can see where it leads. 
And it, it, <laughs> honestly, really, it, it sparks that, that passion and, and the desire and, and the things that you're looking to create and it starts opening up uh, new paths and helping you uh, reflect on what it is you want to be doing in your business. And it certainly, um, it certainly speaks to um, this idea of getting out of yourself. Because a lot of times, like you mentioned, uh, you mentioned in your explanation that we can't always just sit and ponder our way through things. Sometimes we got to get up and move. It, we really have to get up and move and, and do something different. And that that's certainly something that all of us can probably need, need a lot more of. Because we get into our routines and we, you know, we're sitting in front of our computer and we're working on the same thing or we're typing out the same blogs and stuff. But to be able to get out, change your perspective, change that view. It can create some. It can help create some real magic. Um, so I definitely appreciate that as a as a resource and a great tool to use. Yeah. And, and if you it, want to tie everything back full circle, you mentioned change. Yeah. Like make change part of your life. Mm -hmm. The benefit is huge. Like I had moved six times, six different cities by the time I was twelve years old. Wow. And it was so hard as a child. But change has always been a part of my life. Like as, at four years old, I used to empty out my closet and put everything back in just for fun. And I like love to organize now and create at the same time and it's like, creating a business from it. But when you make change part of your life, yeah. it builds resiliency. Yeah. Right. Not only does it inspire ideas, but if you want to tie this back, you know, to where we started and facing adversities and the challenges that we all face, when you're used to change and you know, we don't wish that great adversity is going to happen, but when it does and you're used to change, you go, okay, I know that I still have myself. Yeah. I know that I'm centered in this, right? And I, I've got some system set up, some mindset set up to deal with change. Yeah. And that's your foundation. You might not know change as big as great adversity, but you will figure it out. You yeah. know, and it's not, when I talk about my story, it's not the, the revolutionary things. You know, it was getting out and going walking. It was writing. Yeah. It was creating. Yeah. It was just introspection. You know, those aren't things that I was putting thousands of dollars a month out to do. They weren't things that were taking at exponential amount of my energy to do mm -hmm. right it took a lot of mental strength to move forward and do them sure yeah but these are things that we can all do so figure out what your things are that is a perfect message uh, to, like everybody knows the name of the show is unbreakable success and for those that don't know the big reason i named it that is because uh, to your point jocelyn all of us you know, we start out in our businesses and the things we're doing or our nonprofits. We start out with these best intentions, um, but what ultimately happens is we get hit with challenges, which are changes to the status quo. So you may be, you know, moving along and business may be progressing, and you hit that mountain, like we talked about earlier. You hit a mountain, and all of a sudden everything's changed. And the the key to success and the reason I named the show Unbreakable Success is exactly what you're talking about: the ability to to face those changes and have those changes come along and instead of kind of crumbling in the face of them, figuring out how to get around them and, yeah. and preparing yourself ahead of time. So uh, to your point, being prepared and expecting that change is going to come and learning the resiliency to deal with them, what they do is, is absolutely at the core of, of what I'm hoping everyone gets from these conversations like this. And uh, I'm so glad that you brought that up because it's a, it's a, it's a brilliant point. Uh, Jocelyn, I definitely appreciate you spending so much time with us today and sharing so many valuable messages. Uh, I, I absolutely, I have to implore everyone uh, who hasn't been to your website yet, JocelynDuffy.com. Um, 
if you're listening to us on on iTunes, please go to AaronKeithHawkins.com. If you type in the search bar on the top right of the screen, um, type Duffy, D-U-F-F-Y. That will lead you to this episode where you can get all the links, the social links to contact uh, Jocelyn, the links to her website. Um, but, uh, Jocelyn, before we go, I want to make sure from your words, from your mouth, what is the best way people can get a, can get a hold of you and take advantage of what you do and really continue this conversation of helping everyone who's listening get their message out there more, get their business message out there more, their, whatever it is that's driving them, that, that passion that uh, wakes them up in the morning. How can they get some clarity uh, around that? so that they can grow what it is they're doing. Um, well, Ed, I'm after years of being the ghostwriter behind many messages, I'm stepping out now really getting my, my, my own messages out, like we're sharing today on the big social media platform. So I'd love if everyone would love to join in the conversation at Jocelyn Duffy. And I'll just mention the different spelling of my name is J-O-S-C-E-L-Y-N-D-U-F-F-Y. So please find me on social media. You'll find not only great podcasts like this one, you'll find articles for sites like Thrive Global that I'm writing there, um, inspiring quotes, uh, resources from other te- great teachers around the, the realm of, of communication and operating business from a point, standpoint that's deeply human. Um, and as well, I have a gift for your audience. So if they go to jocelynduffy.com gift, there's a nice little ebook there called Communicating Value. So it summarizes some of the principles that we talked about today. So if you're trying to figure out, like, how can I stand out, right, yeah. in a way that's really relatable, that, yeah. that guide will help you through, with some really easy tips that you can uh, apply immediately in your business. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you so much, Jocelyn. And for you listening out there, make sure you take her up on that offer uh, for her gift. And go, trust me, go to her website, uh, do some reading about what she's all about, and, and connect with her. And take a deeper dive into this because I guarantee you um, being willing to invest in the message that you're putting out there, regardless of what your service or product is, if you get the messaging right and you get you integrated into that message and the, the core of your story, the core of what you're about, the core of what your values are, uh, it's really going to make a huge difference for you. So Jocelyn is definitely the person to help you with that. And again, I, I appreciate you so much uh, for sharing with us today. Before we go, parting words. Your, from your perspective, uh, what do you think is what can you tell the audience from your perspective is the most important thing uh, that they can remember or a habit they, that they can engage in to help them achieve unbreakable success, uh, which is the purpose of this show? What, what's your, what are your parting, parting words of wisdom, if you will? Yeah, I'm huge on presence. So I think yeah. that word encompasses a lot of what we're talking today presence with yourself to help uncover your message, you know, out in nature, with children, wherever you feel most alive, presence with your audience in a way that you're connecting them to them on a deeply human level, in a way that you're hearing where they are and what they're feeling and what they're desiring and needing so that you can help take them to where you know they can be. So whatever realm your message sits in, right, so that you can take them on this journey with you to a, a greater ideal as that ideal realist. So that really is a great formula for unbreakable success. Excellent. I love it. Thank you so much. Presence, people, it, it can get you through pretty much anything. And it's coming from someone who has been through uh, what seems like it, all of it and has done so much and, and been through so much and thrived through it all. Uh, it's, it is my honor 
to be able to call your friend and, and to share this conversation with you and share it with everybody listening. And thank you all for listening so much, Jocelyn. Thank you again. And you and I are going to talk again real soon. I appreciate yeah, you. For sure. Thank you to everyone who's taken time to listen today. All right. Thanks, Jocelyn. Take care. Thank you so much for hanging out with Jocelyn and I today. And thank you again so much to Jocelyn for sharing so much uh, with all of us. I sincerely appreciate it. This is one of those episodes where if you're dealing with something, uh, dealing with a challenge, whether it's a health challenge, a business challenge, a relationship challenge, all of us at some point obviously are going through something. And Jocelyn's perspective certainly is one that can help each and every one of us in, in our own particular situations get some perspective about how we are completely capable of not just getting through something like is this burden we have to drag but actually thriving through it regardless of our circumstances and she's certainly a wonderful example of that for all of us if you are dealing with something and you want some personal help if you got a relationship issue an issue as a, as a leader in your business or in your career if there's something that you want to improve when it comes to your ability to influence yourself or influence some someone else or some others in your life then feel free to book a coaching session with me you can reach out to me at aaronkeithhawkins.com forward slash y-o-u and just apply for a free session an actual coaching session with me one-on-one to help you with your influence and relationships i'm happy to help you out just apply there's a couple questions to make sure we're likely to be a good fit at aaronkeithhawkins.com forward slash y-o-u and that'll give us a chance to connect and for you to get some support some outside perspective and i truly believe it'll help you out sincerely it's what i do i love doing it so i'm offering it to you aaronkeithhawkins.com forward slash y-o-u And of course, as always, I cannot wait for the opportunity to share with you again. I will talk to you next time. Until then, please make sure you're taking care of yourself, take care of each other, and keep on creating the best life of your life. I'm Aaron Keith Hawkins, and I will talk to you soon.